Get out my business. Okay. How y'all doing? Welcome to the Identity Booth. Heroes the host. I am the boy Wonder. As he calls me, really, I'm ET Facts. It's all good. But nah, man, we definitely uh, welcome you to the show. Um, we got something really, really uh, important and amazing we want to share with y'all. Today, we have a great story. First of all, let's let's talk about it. We have Ruth Simmons. Ruth Simmons is Ivy League educated. Not only is she Ivy League educated, she also also ran an Ivy League institution. She is the first black person to ever do this, period. She is currently 75 years old, and she is back in her, in her old stomping grounds, H-Town. Stay down. Shout out to H-Town. Yeah, we uh, she is definitely, definitely holding it down. She is back at her old stomping grounds, Prairie View A&M University which has an absolutely interesting history, interesting past and a very 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 bright future. Hero, have you have you had a chance to look at this story and and kind of get anything All out of I'm it? I'm about to say is Purview and back in 2011 we beat the brakes off of y'all UAPB the yard running Oh, and here full. we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's right, trash but all, talking. Right, but in all in all seriousness, uh as a as a HBCU alumni um i take a particular set of pride um being uh distinguished as such because i'm constant proof and constant affirmation that from the yard it's possible you don't need harvard you don't need yale you don't Mm. need northwestern but mother needs you and I'll be there for you 24-7. Uh, I got the UAPB shirt on for a reason because oh, here we, go. Uh, we got, we're 2-0 right now in the SWAC. So, you know, the rule is if we're over 500, you'll see me at home coming in. COVID can't stop me, baby. So, Golden Lions, <laughs> keep rolling. But in all seriousness, I'm a big advocate for seeing HBCUs go. My future kids got college paid if they're going to an HBCU. It's oh, yeah. just that simple for me. But... It speaks to a location where I feel happy. It speaks to a location where I feel like I can be myself. So whenever there's something like this going down, you love to see it. You love to yeah. be there for it. Um, I hope that I could do something like this for my HBCU one day. I hope that I have the balls to go out there and do what she's doing because honestly, it's amazing. And it's it's amazing in two ways, really. One it's her ability to reach out and touch the pockets mm. of rich people with zero yeah. issue. She's out. Yeah. She's able to go up to people and tap their pockets because it's not a conversation she's looking for. Mm. It's a donation. And she makes it clear. While a lot of mm. chancellors go to become, go to these handshake conferences to be seen and yeah. photographed for notoriety, she goes there to shake people down. She is a modern day. <laughs> yeah. She, she, but, she, but no, she, she, yo, she, she is. She's a, a legit goomba, bro. She's here shaking. Uh, she turning pockets, man. She is out here turning pockets for for the for the fam. Let me let me just give some background on this lady. This lady, Ruth Simmons, is the youngest of twelve. She the baby. Grew up in a family of sh- sh- sharecroppers in South Texas, just a little bit north of uh, Prairie View, which is that's about four hours south of where I'm at. Um. She went, um, 
She's a French literature scholar. <laughs> She's got a Harvard PhD. She was the dean at Princeton, president of Brown, the first black person to ever lead an Ivy League school. Craziness. She's a star fundraiser, sought after in corporate boardroom. She was a director at Chrysler, Texas Instrument, and Goldman Sachs. So you talk about somebody who's super, super connected, super connected. She's 75 now. She's got so much social capital, bringing it back home. She's got all of her Prince, Princeton connections. She's uh, really good friends with the late uh, novelist, Toni Morrison. Listen, she got an unsolicited $50 million gift from Mackenzie Scott, the former wife of Jeff Bezos. Unsolicited $50 million. She just dropped on her. I'm just saying, like, this lady is crazy, crazy impactful. I mean, she has already raised you know, over $120 million for the university and since taking it over. And you know what's crazy is that um, she is doing something that has not been done in the HBCU or any small uh, university ever. And, you know, the crazy thing is the Prairie View A&M is actually a part of the Texas A&M system. It's just its own thing. But when the A&M system was first founded in this state, there were three colleges. And then uh, Texas A&M is one. I forget the other one. And then there is uh, Prairie View A&M. And Prairie View A&M historically got less than a third of the money that these other institutions got historically. And the crazy, the craziness is now, she is bringing bringing this back. Like Prairie View is one of the one of the most popular schools for a lot of people here. Well, mainly black people. When you talk about college here, if you want to go HBCU, people go PV. They talking about PV. Rarely do you hear people talk about Texas Southern, but it is this school specifically. Shout and the out crazy to them thing, the Sweet Sixteen, though. Oh yeah. So think about it. She got a fifty million dollar gift to PV. It says it brings the school's endowment up to one hundred and thirty million. Think about it, though. The entire Texas A&M uh, uh, system of endowments has $13.6 billion. But Prairie View only has a $130 million endowment to help take care of the of the students. So what she's doing, this lady's going to raise a billion dollars for an, for an HBCU, probably more than that. And find me somebody who's doing something like that. Find find somebody. This, this lady's $100. 130 million in and she hasn't been even doing this for a year and she got 50 million of that unsolicited i'm just saying like if we can get people like this to come and be chancellor president of more of the bigger hbcs you're talking about like morgan state we're talking about howard we're talking about spellman morehouse clark atlanta bethune cookman tuskegee we're talking about on that level. Just imagine when you have that much money and resources and connections, the the outcomes you'll get from your graduating uh, classes. I, that's why I'm excited. I'm not a I'm not an HBU HBCU person. Uh, like when I when I said that, I mean I haven't gone, have not matriculated, as they said, SAT word. But here on I have have had plenty of discussions about things that I'd like to see from the HBCU um, to for that, for those joints to blow up. Cause this is where a lot of black kids, they get out of high school and they just go there. And then all they end up doing is partying instead of like actually focusing on academics 
they have to worry about money and jobs and going in an extreme amount of debt. So it just is what it is. But anyway, I'm geeked up, hero. I'm, I'm gonna turn I'm it back you to have you. It. <laughs> I'm letting you have I'm super, it. I'm super geek, bro, because this this kind of stuff. When you start seeing people like this come into an institution like this, it, it brings the Coca-Colas, the Pepsis, the Amazons, the the Googles, the Net. It brings these major corporations. It brings uh, Goldman Sachs. Look look at all this stuff. She's got um, she's got PepsiCo on board. She's got Dow Chemical. She's got Oracle. She's like these are huge corporations. Dow Chemical. This is this this says to me PepsiCo, Dow Chemical, and Oracle. This this is engineering. This these are companies that are looking for for exceptional STEM students. This to me brings is bringing a resurgence. This is a resurgence back to this stuff. So I, I'm I'm geeked about it. But anyway, here I'm gonna I'm cut it back to you, man. You are HBC. Uh, um, you are a recipient of an HBCU education. So that. Um, <laughs> All right, I see shots fired in the comment section. I'm gonna let it slide today. I'm not I promise I won't delete that one, Keisha. Um, <laughs> but now, nah, hero man, tell me about your HBCU experience. And if somebody like this was re- uh, presiding over the institution as a whole, like what do you think that would have done? Maybe not for somebody like yourself because you were on scholarship and then you got a chance, uh, an opportunity, you earned it, an opportunity to go play in the league. But what about some of the the not so athletically gifted? Um, people who you know were just really there for a- academics what could they have done with a 130 million dollar endowment you'd like to you you really like to sit here and tell yourself like you know your college experience was 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 this or that but college was such a rose-colored glass effect for a lot of people who were less than pine bluff was whew, upon reflection tough and as I go back and look at it now, it, the things that I found pleasure in, like the Sonic off off of uh, off off the bridge right across the highway from the McDonald's, that was my go to spot. It's closed down now. They the 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 football fields, uh, main fence, and everything on the practice field has been moved and secured under a uh, bridge. Like mm. money solves doesn't solve a lot of problems, but in the world of HBCUs. It can because it gives them equipment. It gives them infrastructure. And that's what you really want to see with a school like that. And the big thing about it is a lot of these schools, <laughs> a lot of these schools don't <laughs> make it. Don't make it because their city can't support them. The, the school supports the city. So mm. when schools aren't shut down, like last year was extremely rough for Pine Bluff because when schools are shut down, there's nowhere for these these city folks to work. A lot of the city folks work there. They they bank on homecoming happening so that they can sell their shirts. Yeah. Like that's that's how I pay my uh <laughs> my that's how I pay. Bro, my they had y'all out on the street corner bro, like bro, like y'all got bow ties bro, on and bean pies. Bro, that's really I'm good, telling bro. you the truth. When I go to homecoming, <laughs> people be laughing at me, but my goal every year is to spend more money. I think the the second year I went, I spent like and this is not with my travel. This is just cash in my hand. Yo, I'm buying something for somebody. If I see you, whatever. I spent in two days $1,400. And I do it again. <laughs> Not a mother rucking second hesitation. Because 
that is the best way for me to give back to the students in those situations because that's how I remember being given back. I didn't have to pay for no barbecue after a football game. I didn't have to pay for no rides to get from my room and back. All I had mm. to do was wear the shirt and everything was free. This shirt used to smell so bad. But now there's pump people like her to advocate <laughs> for the people who aren't like me. And that's something yeah. to be truly, truly grateful for. Yeah. But with that being said, I mean, we can talk about it, but how are we going to do something? So, you know, me and Eric had a great cause this year. We uh wanted to raise money. We wanted to raise $10,000, and we look like we're going to be well on our way of doing that. But this leaves me an opportunity. I did it so soon. What's to stop me from trying to do it again for the second time? You feel me? So, yeah. Uh, me and Eric gonna put that on the ballot. Uh, maybe maybe we can make an official. You know how awesome it would be to have a identity a booth ball scholarship at UAPB because at UAPB there's a tradition. If you donate money, you get to go up there and talk during the the like big school uh, announcement, and everyone's like packed into the stadium, and you get mm-hmm. to talk for as long as you want. And the year that I was a junior, a lady went up there to talk, and she donated a million dollars. And I kid you not, bro, she got to talk for two hours and nobody could say a word to her. Like, what you going to say to her? Like, what you going to say? You can't say nothing <laughs> she, to her. She put a millie down. Seven she put digits. a millie down I'm... so she could talk for the rest of her life. And she was like 78. She probably could She probably could have talked the rest of her life and no one could have said nothing to her. But with all that being said, hey, we appreciate you guys. This was a story. This was our perspective on it. Hopefully you found something informative and like truly enjoyable about it. And with that, you know. We want to support something. So we're doing the E24 challenge, the endurance challenge, where a grump, uh, two men are going to be running 24 miles in 24 hours. Altenberg and Russo is from my old high school. We're trying to raise money to help kids who really struggled through 2020, whether it's the pandemic, uh, going through cancer, losing a loved one, and never missing a day of school, never making an excuse and always enduring for a better cause. This is super important. So if you want to donate to that cause, there's a link in the description below. But in advance, if you want to, you know, if you're not interested in running, you can just donate. But if you do donate, you'll get a medal, you get a shirt, and you'll know you'll get a certificate saying that you completed the challenge. Now, you could be like me and just pay for that and get the medal and all that good stuff and say you ran 24 miles. Or you can just make a simple donation. But if you don't want to do all that stuff and you're planning on buying something on Amazon in the next, you know, couple of days... Go hit our affiliate link. We're donating all that money to it, too. And we also have the little Twitch. Hey, Chuck, we got a Twitch. We got a Twitch thing uh, where you can donate to our Twitch. It's, uh, it's it's just like a super chat for us. So, and, it, and, and it'll pop up. And it'll pop up. So, uh, for everything that it's worth, we appreciate you guys so much. Like, share, subscribe. That helps our channel out so much. Uh, you guys don't understand, like, we see the analytics after the show, and it kind of just every time we do a live show like this, it boosts our analytics. So if you're on any platform, go to YouTube, the Identity Booth. We're on all major platforms. The link tree is in my description. Uh, we're always looking for a way to, you know, put our stuffs out there, put our information out there, and we really appreciate you guys. We love your faces. Put on your goddamn mask and uh, take Boy. care. Of but it's so hard to find through the daily grind. We're working overtime. And I'm sleeping five. Shorty on the line and we feel some fight. Seems like every night. Don't care who's wrong or right. I hope the end is sight. Slow it down and we can catch the vibes. The vibes.